Hey, welcome back to the All In Podcast. This week, I had the pleasure, absolute pleasure, of being joined by the Voros Twins. Now, the Voros Twins hail from Vancouver, BC, and are a tag team wrestling duo. They are identical twins, and they do everything together, including finish all of each other's sentences. And you will notice in this podcast, their voices are very similar, so you might actually have no idea which one of them is answering, but they really have, like, the same thoughts. They finish each other's sentences in real life. This is not something that they just do for videos. This interview, they tell me more about how they actually train to become pro wrestlers, their journey and their childhood as twins and becoming athletes, what they've been doing with their creativity and creating videos. They both have such a contagious, happy energy. And it's awesome to see the opportunities that have come from them really just being goofy and entertaining people and just loving to have fun. This is your host, Natalie Allport, and on this podcast, we dive into the mindset, knowledge, and stories behind inspiring and passionate individuals who know what it takes to go all in. So whether you're here for motivation, to learn something new, or just real conversation, I'm humbled you're listening and stoked to go all in with you. All right, I'm joined by the Voros Twins. Am I saying your last name right? That's important. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> awesome. Nailed it. So we have Chris and Patrick. And could you explain, like people might not be tuning in via video, which one of you is Chris and which one is Patrick? So we get this all the time, but to make it easy for you, Chris uh, usually wears blue and Patrick wears red. Uh, Patrick would never wear blue. Chris never wears red. But we have all these other clothes that are similar. But if you see red, it's Patrick. Blue is Chris. That's amazing. And how, is there any other ways that people can tell you apart? Because I, I have like best friends that are identical twins and it's so hard. Now that they grow up, they have like different hairstyles. Otherwise <laughs> it was so difficult. I think personality wise, we're super similar, but I think eventually you'll figure it out the more you see us and talk to but us. But it is stuff. tricky. We have the same hair. We weigh the same. We're the same height. So, yeah. uh, so we're not making it easy for you. <laughs> and did you like all growing up, did you have the same like issue? Like did no one could tell you apart unless they get to know your personalities? No, it's so weird. Some people get could get it right away, and some people know us for years, and they never get it. I think it. we have similar voices, which makes <laughs> it a little trickier. But yeah, I think it all depends on like if people pay attention. Maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, it depends. It depends. Yeah, I feel like it would take so long. Like my friends who are twins, they had like they played hockey, so you have like the uh, whole face shield and everything, <laughs> and the same last right. name, and so uh, it was impossible. One played forward, one played defense, so that was usually like you're like, okay, the one on forward is going, the one on defense, but yeah, yeah until you get to know them, like you just look at them from a grocery store, you would have no idea. Uh huh. Yeah. No. Very true. Very true. Awesome. So you guys are like into tag team wrestling and I know little to nothing about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so walk me through how you even got into wrestling. Okay. So uh, a lot of people just know us from TikTok nowadays, but which is crazy because we used to be the pro wrestlers and now we're like the TikTokers that <laughs> do pro wrestling. So it's weird how it flipped, but no wrestling uh, was basically, like, we always loved pro wrestling. We started watching it as kids. We did some backyard wrestling <laughs> with friends on like uh, mattresses and on rocks and stuff. <laughs> Uh, and then when we turned 20, uh, we met a wrestler at the gym who was like a wrestling training school is opening up and our whole lives. We wanted a job that we could do together. Uh, so yeah, we, we always had we always had two goals. It was like wrestling and making YouTube videos. So uh, <laughs> instead of like going to college for like stuff that we weren't interested in, we thought like it would be cool to do something we like together because you only have one life. Is YOLO still, uh, <laughs> is YOLO still the catchphrase? <laughs> 
I mean, it's still around, I think. It's still around. But yeah, yeah. fast forward uh, six years into it. We wrestled in like six or seven countries. Had a WWE tryout. Six or seven countries? Which one is it? (laughs) We lost count. Or or let's just say 30 countries. Wait, you can't lie on the podcast. (laughs) Six or seven. Six or seven. All right. That's awesome. That is so cool um, that you got to travel the world and do things together. Like, is that is that the goal? Is that what you guys want to do um, professionally, like with the WWE? No, for sure. Uh, we want to wrestle full time uh, and just entertain people and stuff. Uh, uh, it's really hard to make enough money doing wrestling other than if you're like signed to a big company. Right. So a lot of times we saved up money and we did all these like trips and stuff to Germany. <laughs> it was funny, uh, right? But- when we were like feeling like we have some momentum, uh, the pandemic hit. So mm-hmm. we've been trying to make the most of it by making a TikTok. <laughs> And like just keeping creating content and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys definitely have and you've capitalized a lot on it. And I mean, I definitely know the struggle of sports that don't pay that much unless you're yeah. like the top top. <laughs> it's it's the uh-huh. same in snowboarding, right? And like you have to go to these uh-huh. events, say, with the top people. So for example, like for you guys, WWE, I assume the top stars make a ton of money. And then the other people who are yeah. trying to like get matches against them probably don't and you're like paying your way to try to get there but yet you're still having to like be at that level it's so difficult Uh Mm -hmm. Uh, it's no it's definitely a grind but it's like like we've done all these like sometimes we lose money on trips we like drive like six hours this way just to wrestle 10 minutes then six hours back so we've definitely put in the work Uh, but it's always like if you do what you like like people might be like oh it's crazy they drive like 12 hours to calgary just to like wrestle and drive back (laughs) But if it's something you're passionate about, uh, we encourage everyone to like do what they want to do because I don't know, that's that's what life's all about. It's uh-huh. the journey. It's the journey. Yeah, I love that. I think that's that's exactly it. Like, I mean, it's you're investing in yourself to go to these events and get to the next level. And all of a sudden it pays off and people will be like, oh, these guys were an overnight success. And you're like, no, <laughs> we spent like six plus years paying to go to events. And, yeah. and now we made it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Plus, you never know who you're going to bump into, like, on the way up. Like, you have to be kind of nice to everyone, because who knows, this person that was on a low level could eventually, like, yeah, be, like, the owner of a wrestling company <laughs> or anything. Or anything. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's always good to be nice to people, because you never know who ends up uh, where. Yeah, no, that's totally true. It's such a good mindset. Now, what? how does, like, how does the path to professional wrestling work? Cause like, for example, for me, for snowboarding, like you have to go to certain events, you get points from winning these events, which then uh, gets I, you into like other events. And then you get on like the national team, which helps you get into other events. Uh, and you know, like this whole, it's basically like a stepping stone, right? Like for, I uh, assume for professional wrestling, it's a little bit like almost like you said, you had tryouts for the WWE, like trying uh, out for an acting position or a show. Yeah. Is that, is that how it kind of works? Uh, so it's interesting. It's so weird for wrestling. Uh, I think everyone just kind of figuring it out. There's no like direct path. Um, for us, it's a little different because we live in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So we're not in like Chicago or New York or something where there's like wrestling. You could wrestle on or... shows weekly. Yeah, uh, these big wrestling. So where we live, there's a lot of training going on. And then there's still shows on the weekends and stuff. But like everyone has a different journey. There's people like who are like, they're like ex-NFL players and just because yeah. of their like They could just alone. like uh, jump over everything. I think what people kind of look for is social media presence, I think is a big one. It factor, timing and stuff. But eventually like every year we've been topping our wrestling year prior, like 
uh, selling more merch, traveling more. Uh, we just always want to like get out there and you can't just like make it just staying in the same place. Uh-huh. So we try to like fly ourselves places and stuff. I don't know. We're figuring yeah. it out as we go, but <laughs> it, it feels, feels, it feels like there's yeah. like a 20, uh, 20 year old girl who's super pretty. Uh, she could just like walk in there and get signed. But also like our whole wrestling career up to this point is definitely there's ups and there's downs and, Sometimes when we think like we have no momentum or anything, suddenly a tryout, we get a tryout email out of nowhere. So it's all about just like being persistent, uh, just trying your best every day. And eventually it was like the cream rises to the top. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, that's kind of like when I started snowboarding, there was like slope style snowboarding wasn't in the Olympics or there uh-huh. wasn't like there wasn't really a path like at all. There wasn't a national team until yeah. I think until I was like 17 or something. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, it was kind of the same thing. And I find like with action sports, that's what makes it so different than, for example, yeah. like soccer or hockey where it's like hey you have to be on this team then you get scouted and you go to this Mm -hmm. team and it's really like who's the best it's interesting Uh how like you have to have the connections right you have to oh it's all about connections yeah you have to build the presence you have to do all those things and it's funny because I I talk to a lot of athletes about like the importance of building your brand and like oh but Mm -hmm. I just want to be the best and you guys (laughs) literally rely on building your brand so Uh, it's so cool to see that you've been really capitalizing during the pandemic no that's that's especially because it's not like snowball when there's like an actual winner that's actually yeah. like talented like there's so many factors no dude, a couple us. things like even like listening we heard some of your older podcasts like that's something we we always were like building our brand and stuff but now we realize more than ever like there's still so much to learn and so much we could do more so we've been like reading more books and reading. stuff yeah. it's all about like building a brand and stuff super important super yeah. important yeah, it was like snowboard cross. Is snowboard cross was it a sport when you were starting out, or is that a new one? Uh, yeah, snowboard cross was. I don't know when snowboard cross got on the list. So I did slope style, so like all the jumps yeah. and the rails, and then yeah, 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 snowboard cross. Yeah, like the racing. Um, and you know what's really funny is actually whenever I tell people that I was on the national team, they always have friends. They're like, "Oh, I have a friend who was <laughs> on the team." They tell me their name, and I never know. And then I feel like I feel like they like are like, "Wow, how do you not know this?" But it's always because they're a racer and they don't understand that like uh, 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 the race crew and like the freestyle crew. Yeah, it's like two separate. Two separate like you don't things. even. Oh, crazy yeah i'd assume that they all hang out and, and uh, it's crazy we live in whistler or like close to whistler yeah. in the mountains we, but we've we never, never snowboarded in our uh, life so maybe uh you'll inspire us to uh, maybe we'll do a vlog snowboarding for the first time yeah you, we'll have to we'll have to go snowboarding you know i was i went to vancouver like in september i think Ooh. i went on a road trip and uh, i was born in vancouver so i have a lot of family there and then, cool, uh, cool. yeah, I'm hoping to go back, but now there's all the stay-at-home orders in the province. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm waiting. So where, to see where do you happens. where do you live right now? I live in Ottawa, so it's yeah, oh, like yeah, yeah. no, so you no drove big mountains. From- <laughs> You, you drove, drove from, from Ottawa, Ottawa to Vancouver. Yeah, we went to Tofino everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. It was good. Like, I mean, it took, I don't know, we took a week to get there because we stopped in like Revelstoke and places like that. Oh, we stopped in Revelstoke. But your goal was to go there for snowboarding. Not in the summer or not in September. Sorry. In September, just to like visit family. Uh, Like we just saw my aunt and uncle. I didn't really tell any friends because of course the pandemic, I didn't want them to be like, Hey, let's hang out. I'm like, "Mm, can't. (laughs) Yeah. And we went uh, like hiking, mountain biking, surfing, 
yeah all the summer stuff yeah you're so cool whoa you're so cool (laughs) well we have to we'll have to do a vlog like maybe (laughs) yeah maybe if the stay-at-home order like goes away i don't know i really think we'll get we'll get some practice first so we don't (laughs) embarrass ourselves and then there there you go yeah practice up and then we'll go to whistler (laughs) cool cool (laughs) awesome so what like did you guys play other sports growing up before you got into wrestling uh when we were growing up, we played soccer for like six or seven years. I would say what, six, six or seven. seven. <laughs> uh, let's say seven years. Seven years. Uh, midfield, we played forward. Uh, that was a really fun part of our lives. But yeah, after we, we turned 18, we didn't really play soccer too Just because there was no adult leagues. But definitely, mm-hmm. it was a big part of our lives from like throughout high school and stuff. We loved it. Uh, never went super far with it, but definitely like won some trophies and medals and stuff back in the day back yeah. in the day <laughs> <laughs> i feel like in canada like you either play hockey or you play soccer or you do like uh-huh. both with the opposite seasons yeah, so that, uh-huh. yeah that makes sense <laughs> uh, someone said that lacrosse is canada's national sport yeah that, it, is it is because i think it's like the indigenous people created lacrosse uh-huh. so it's like it's older than like hockey or any of these but uh-huh. i mean yeah less people play it and like in the states I- they have all these scholarships but here like hardly <laughs> like i don't know around if, if in vancouver you guys have teams at high schools but like our high schools mm-hmm. didn't really no, no same no same, no none. I yeah, know, I, I mean, I think uh-huh. sports just in Canada in general are very different than sports in the U.S. I don't know if you guys feel uh, the yeah. same, but like the hype level mm. in the U.S. is insane. Like the amount of people who go to uh, a high school game is like the amount of people who go to a pro game here. <laughs> like in our in our high school, like dodgeball was way more hype than like any <laughs> of the sport teams. <laughs> Do you guys have a dodgeball sport team or was it just like gym class? Uh, it was just, just intramurals, just okay, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I love dodgeball. You guys can make a good dodgeball tag team, I think. <laughs> we actually cheated in high school. We uh, we stacked our team when we were we, we put told... all the best guys on the team. So we won. So at... we won our senior year in dodgeball. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I used to love dodgeball. That's like the best. I wish that actually they should make that a professional sport. I think they should. <laughs> like, it's why is late. it not? Like, there's a movie dodgeball. There was so or much just opportunity. Play, like, dodgeball randomly in the mall. Like, you could just throw it at random people. Yeah, there you go. I feel like you guys have a lot of creative ideas. Like, how how do you come up with those ideas for for TikTok and and YouTube all the time? Because I I cannot keep up. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stick to like motivation and you yeah. know, like I'm always filming my my workouts anyway. So I'm like, okay, this yeah. is easy. But when it comes, to, like, I'll sit down and I'm like, okay, I can create like a informational <laughs> video or like but i'm like what's something that's like funny i'm like mm, i'm just uh, no, i don't yeah. i can't it's, no. No, it's there's some days. So eight months ago we thought we'll never make a tiktok we thought it was lame uh <laughs> but then i don't know what happened uh we uploaded at least almost two tiktoks every single day since yeah. april 1st <laughs> we just sometimes sit there and now we're just like in the routine so we kind of yeah. know how to film what lighting to use and stuff uh, but but it's there's some like, days where we scroll the for you page for like hours just to get inspired. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. tough sometimes, but, uh, but we still just do. We don't. I don't know. Uh, we just think. I think we're naturally pretty funny. Yeah. Sometimes we <laughs> upload something and people are like, "What is this?" But I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, we just upload whatever you want. Just always try. I think quantity over quality is what we're <laughs> aiming for. 
That's your strategy. I like everyone's like quality, quality, quality. Like, yeah. no, just pump out the content. <laughs> People will content. like it. Yeah. yeah, but that's the Eventually key. Eventually like, one has to, yeah. I think like you guys know that you're naturally funny. And so it comes off like just saying things and your mannerisms and things like that really does take off versus for me, I'm like, okay, let me think of something funny. And then I'm like, I think it's funny. And then I tell other people, I'm like, that's so stupid. And I'm like, I think, okay. it, I think it helps that there's two of us. Yeah, it so helps if I so don't much. have an idea, then he, he could come up with that. Or idea. even if like our idea yeah. is dumb or something, the fact that both of us are doing the same dumb idea, it's a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Then I can't even imagine like making like, funny videos by yourself so like, that, that's what i've been trying to do and clearly it's not working <laughs> but that is that it's been a key too like what i've noticed especially during the pandemic when people see multiple people on the screen on tiktok it makes them stop because they're so used to like self-isolation mm-hmm. and all these things so i think it's like a competitive advantage to have <laughs> you know to have a twin and be able to film all these things together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No, for sure. But I think you're doing the right thing. And I think we are too. A lot of people and their friends during the pandemic, they kind of stopped social media. They mm-hmm. kind of like uh, went mm-hmm. under the radar. But I think uh, the people that are capitalizing on it, like you and us, I think there's big benefits mm-hmm. to everyone. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Especially like with how TikTok is now. Like who knows in a month, maybe TikTok is going to like change the algorithm or be different. Yeah. But I think like what you guys are doing where it's like, okay, we know we need to pump out like two videos a day because that's working right uh-huh. now. That's uh-huh. like, yeah, you're really taking advantage of the opportunity that's out there. Uh, and if TikTok's gone or for whatever reason our views disappear, like we had a good run. I mean, we <laughs> thought it was going to disappear like in September. Uh, so this oh, is yeah, all like bonus bonus uh, time uh, that's how we view us yeah yeah that's true did you guys jump on like uh what was it like trailer and like all those other platforms when that happened so i, I uploaded like a trailer video got like four views but we've been uh, using, we've been using insta reels and we we've oh, been yeah. pretty lucky with that the way insta reels is kind of helping us out uh now we're starting to get our youtube going uh, more consistently <laughs> we finally got monetized we were monetized like way back but then they changed the rules or whatever but now we're back to being monetized so i don't know i have no idea how to build it up but we're slowly figuring it out yeah i think youtube is the hardest one to build up but i think like you're uh, leading people from your tiktok where you have the largest uh, audience there is probably uh, the best way and then i don't know like people always talk about like using keywords and all these things like what's <laughs> yeah. trending and i'm like oh my gosh it's so much to keep up with like youtube is even hard like, <laughs> even yeah. like yesterday patrick was editing a thumbnail for an hour because we have yeah. no idea how to edit so i'm like this is bad this looks like someone used paint and just like... <laughs> so uh, even that's like we're got but, to like, good thing for us we edited like we made like oh, thousands of youtube videos like not just from tiktok like from our wrestling ones when we were in grade Even like or- there's videos of us 12-year-olds just like filming and editing re- wrestling videos on mattresses to music. So, uh, so good for us. We know how to edit. Uh, so that... That's so that it. helps yeah, yeah that helps. <laughs> oh yeah yeah i remember the same thing like we would set up rails and like little jumps in our backyard and film with the neighbors and crazy, like, when yeah, i was like crazy, 13 yeah. and we try to make videos and skateboard videos or we go to like competitions little competitions for snowboarding and we'd film and make videos so i think that's totally a competitive advantage like having that experience even if they were bad mm-hmm. or like whatever it is and i think uh-huh. that's that's the cool thing about like if tiktok goes away you learn that skill of like how to communicate in 15 second videos which is only going to be mm-hmm. more and more important over time with new platforms ig reels all these other things so we actually got lucky because uh, we were making vlogs and we thought that's 
what's gonna like get people to know us. Mm. Then this guy, uh, we sent our videos to him in a wrestling matches. He's like a wrestling producer for our okay. company, and he took the time to like give us feedback. And he's he like, said, "Guys, your videos are good, but they're too long. So try to get your personality <laughs> across in like short videos." So and that's that- the reason we made a TikTok. If it wasn't for his phone call, maybe it wouldn't have clicked. But definitely, people's attention span is so small now. So. It's been working for us. Who's like, the best snowboarder uh, in the world? Is there in the one? world? Uh, Mark McMorris. Is there a best snowboarding girl that you look up to or no? Yeah, Jamie Anderson. She actually lives in Whistler now, but she's from um, she's from uh, Lake Tahoe in California. And, Have you uh, met her in person or no? Yeah, yeah. I've competed against her multiple times, but cool. she's like the best. She's like won X Games the most amount of times of anyone. <laughs> yeah, cool. she's actually dating one of my friends who, uh, him and I had the same coach for a long time and now he's he's on the national team. And so oh, that's yeah. why she lives, she bought a house in Whistler because he's from Canada and so now they live together cool. there. Um, so yeah, you're, so, so, you're so in the snowboarding community, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been out of it a little bit. Like, I keep in touch yeah, with everybody and, like, like all my friends. I think my first podcast of this whole pandemic, which I even – the worst part is I did it on Instagram Live. And back then, I was like, oh, I'm not even going to save this for my podcast. So I didn't even <laughs> upload it, which was stupid. But uh, it was – I learned after that week. But it was with one of my friends who's an X Games gold medalist. And her and I were, like, roommates for uh, a long time whenever we would travel to competitions and stuff like that or be in Whistler. Uh-huh. And, um, and oh, yeah, yeah. she was a snowboarder, too. So, yeah, I try to keep in touch. I want to get back into it more i bought a split board i don't know if you know what that is but it's like <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um so people do ski touring so like to go in the backcountry say you go to like a mountain like in revelstoke uh-huh. with like you know like all the big cliffs and everything mm. You have to like either have a snowmobile, but most mountains, depending how steep it is, you can't really snowmobile up to the top or you pay like thousands of dollars for a helicopter, which is just like unsustainable (laughs) or you you basically ski tour. So you put like these like skins on your skis so that they're like cross country skis almost (laughs) and you like go up the mountain and then you can ride down. So you need a lot of like fitness and stuff. Yeah, but now you can do it with your snowboard. So they build these like split boards and basically it's like a snowboard that splits in half and then it turns turns into cross-country skis you do the same thing and then you like put it back together at the top of the mountain and so then you can access anywhere so that's like my new thing that i want to get into but like now with no travel like i mean here i'd be there's no (laughs) there's just little hills so people would be like why are you (laughs) trying to trek up there's a chairlift right there but we used to we used to play an xbox game called amped uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah, snowboarding game yeah, was so that, fun. that was super fun. That was the most snowboarding we've done. <laughs> <laughs> but games? I'm so inspired by you snowboarding. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or when <laughs> when you say, like, I just want to snowboard now. So I think we 100% will. How do you do it? Yes. Do you have music in or no music? Or I usually, you? so I, I like a lot of people are like, re- we're really into music. At first I was like, I wouldn't put the music on, but then now, um, and especially like when I was competing, I would usually have yeah. like one song on a competition day uh-huh. that I'd play on Whoa. repeat. It was 50 Cent in the club. And it was a remix. So it had like this really chill vibe. And then, uh-huh. cause I think like in snowboarding, especially with freestyle, you want to have really good style. So you can't be like really, really mm. amped up cause you got to like look cool, but mm. at the same time yeah. you want to uh-huh. like, you know, like you listen to that music where it says like you're a boss. You listen to, like rap. <laughs> so that's the key. Like chill vibe rap is like the perfect uh-huh. mix. Uh-huh. So I would always, I usually would have like one headphone in. 
Be, never Ooh, two, because one part of like, I found like the air awareness was like knowing where you are. And part of that was like auditory. So like being mm. able to hear the wind and like, so yeah. I could feel how fast I was going and things like that, I think matters. Yeah. So like, I find if I ride with, with two headphones, I yeah. like, I, I feel like I could fall more because I don't really know where I am. You don't really mm. hear the sounds like, mm. yeah. It's so uh, crazy for me to see like you talking about com- competing because you're so in the zone. Because when we do wrestling, not only do we think about like what move to do, you you have like the crowd to entertain to. Oh, where's yeah. the camera angles and where's like, what's the next thing or... So it's a lot different. Uh, but I mean, we fall on our backs, and I'm sure you fall on your back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I broke my ribs my last season. That was not fun. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I bruised one. It sucks. It hurts to laugh. I didn't even it break it. But... You can't cough. You can't, like, get out of bed. Oh, yeah, that's horrible. What's What are, like, do you guys get deal with injuries a lot? Because I know, like, when you see wrestling, you're like, this is crazy. They must be hurt all the time. But so then... We... It's yeah. kind of like staged, I guess. Yeah, um, no, for sure. We've seen a lot of injuries. Oh, we've of... seen people break their uh, ankles, uh, mm-hmm. concussions, a lot of head injuries, a lot of blood. Uh, uh, but we've been so lucky. I think because we're in a tag team, we split the pain twice. <laughs> uh, and we we always do such a good warm-up before we wrestle. That's something. And we stretch a lot, too. So when we do wrestle, we're super warmed up. Uh, accidents... some, people, some people are so... I wouldn't say dumb, but like in front of a small crowd, they're doing like backflips on concrete on this mm. on the floor. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't take the risks too much because uh, we want to be wrestling for like 10, 15, 20 years. So uh, we definitely keep that in mind. And if we do something risky, like we jumped off a ladder onto a table and stuff, it could have been very dangerous. But luckily, uh, we just pick and choose what we do. Yeah, but definitely, important. like we're all we're always we always get sore. little injuries, like shoulders here, this, 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 but nothing major. That takes us out for like a month or two. That's uh-huh. that's key. Like I think people they think like you know they take that short term risk, but then it's like a long term process of getting back from the injury. Versus if you can just yeah. like take that step back, just to know that you can like lo- have the longevity in your career by taking that step. I think it's so key. Uh-huh. No, for mm-hmm. sure. So what does like your actual training look like? How do you actually train for WWE wrestling? <laughs> um, so ours, um, so we train, uh, how, how to get in. So now there's a training school in Vancouver called the Lionsgate Dojo. We're just okay. super cool, but uh, basically an average training day for us. Uh, usually we do like warm-ups, but definitely a lot of rolls, forward roll, backward rolls. A lot of handstands. Head springs, kip-ups. Just a lot of like mobility kind of things. Right. Then we kind of get into like, there's fundamentals in wrestling, so we go over the basics. Even now, it's so important. Yeah, like basics is key. So like even uh, we practice like basics numerous times a week. But then eventually, so you, you do could... some lucha spots, which is like Mexican wrestling, or you do some <laughs> other like fancy throws and this and this. Maybe put it together in a match. But it's... like there's also like you could even have a wrestling match without planning it before. Sometimes you could do like a five minute match on the fly, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And then, um, but yeah, usually like matches or now we're at the point where we just like come up with creative things that we could do ourselves on a match and we could experiment more with that and stuff. Nice. And like, what do you guys train like in the gym, like working on, like, do you have a training program or something for like strength or conditioning and things like that? Oh, so we, okay. So it's two separate things. So we do wrestling training uh, once, twice or three Three times times a week. week. Uh, But for the gym, we found... 
before at the beginning when we started wrestling we wanted to get heavy we were like eating peanut butter <laughs> yeah uh, we gained so much weight and then now we look back at the pictures and we're like we oh we're huge <laughs> uh, we couldn't move but now our focus on like burpees and like jumping higher high intensity cardio we did like box jumps today at the gym uh Definitely, because uh, no one wants to be that see that tired wrestler who puts his like hands, hands on his knees. knees and stuff. You uh, want to be explosive we, and like athletic. Yeah, uh-huh. that's something we changed like only as recently as like a year and a half ago. Like we had so bad shoulder mobility and hip mobility just from <laughs> I think uh-huh. like squatting wrong and things like that. So we really like dumbed it back down, refocused on form, really figured everything out. And we just now so like high intensity cardio, even sometimes just on a field, like we just do sprints and. But pre workout helps a lot. Or yeah, a lot of ca- a lot of caffeine. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you're training that much, like how often do you guys go to the gym? And you said you already do like one to three like wrestling uh, trainings uh-huh. a week. So before, I think we used to like oh, do we used to overtrain. Yeah, uh, we used to <laughs> overtrain. I think I saw some of your TikToks. You sometimes might overtrain, or no? Yeah, well, I mean, every, I think everyone's like dealt with overtraining. Like when I was competing oh. in CrossFit, so like after snowboarding, I was like, okay, I'm competing in CrossFit. Uh-huh. I would live at the gym. Like I bring my laptop, and so I would do like <laughs> I, I'd be at the gym for like eight hours. Not all of that was training, but like because uh-huh. I work on my laptop. But I would do two or three like two hour sessions, uh-huh. which is like it's so hard to keep up with. And so like as stress went up with like workload and different things, it's like, okay, well, this is just, you're like, you start burning out. Like, I think you can do it when you have absolutely nothing else to care Mm. about. Like you don't have to worry about anything (laughs) else, you know, Uh but yeah, when all of a sudden that's, that's it. And then all you have, you have like stress and other points of life and you have to like make Uh money Mm. and do all these things. It's like, "Mm, that doesn't work Uh so, so well. So yeah, now I think I've just been like training more intuitively and like, okay, how do I feel? I need to work uh, on uh, like my mobility more. Let me take a step back and like, uh-huh. you know, okay, I did high intensity. The next day, maybe I'm going to do more endurance and like recover. But yeah, uh, it, it's definitely, I think a lot of athletes deal with that, especially at the start. Like if you're really motivated, you want to be the best. You're like, I'm just going to train, 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 but it's not uh-huh. maybe the best for longevity. Uh-huh. Like we used to always go on 10 kilometer runs or the most we ever did was 22, which was insane. But that doesn't really. Um, help but that doesn't really wrestling. help with wrestling. So we kind of had to realize we should do uh, stuff that helps us in wrestling. As and we do a rest day now, <laughs> uh, where we don't do anything, just maybe like stretch or something, which helped a lot. With everything. probably like once yeah. every five days, four days, or something like that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, me too. I definitely take at least one day a week where I do absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That that's the only thing that I did always keep consistent though. Like even when I was training so much, like I always at least had one rest day a week, which was uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always so important because yeah, I think like some people are like no days off, and I'm like, mm, I don't <laughs> yeah. know how this is gonna how long this is going to last for uh-huh. you. <laughs> yeah, but how do you train for like let's say snowboarding or like? without snowboarding can you or no yeah uh so it's hard like for example when i was snowboarding i would just do like a ton of like squats and first Uh like i build my strength and do a lot of stuff like to prevent injury that's like the key part especially Mm -hmm. especially when you're Mm -hmm. crashing so much i could assume same with wrestling like having Uh like muscle mass and being strong in your joints and stuff it's like you don't you're gonna land on your shoulder you're gonna land like in a weird position with your knees or different things like that so you want to make sure you can handle it so just like strength and then also i would do like a lot of explosive work so like you said like box jumps agility sprints stuff like that because like when you're taking off from the jumps or even jumping onto rails like a lot of that is the hip power 
Yeah. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot of like jumping involved. And so that's super important. And then just like, you know, like cardio endurance, just to make sure you can uh, last so. a whole day. Like sometimes we go to Colorado and it's like high altitude and the lift lines were long and our coach would be like, okay, hike like this jump or something. <laughs> and it's like, that you get to the top, you're like, <gasps> you're like dying. And Especially so, in the snow. Yeah. Walking in so the snow. So wait, does every snowboarder have a coach? Not every snowboarder. So when I grew up, like where I lived is like, there's no big mountains or anything. So no one, like the concept of having a snowboard coach, like I just didn't even realize. And then all uh-huh. of a sudden I started like winning some competitions and then, um, they, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden this, like they, they announced that uh slopestyle would be in the Olympics and then they became to have a national team. And like, without even realizing, I guess my results like qualify me to get on the junior national team. Uh-huh. And then for even insurance purposes, you have to have a coach. So I actually mm-hmm. like, um, I, moved like to past Toronto where there's a few teams down there and uh-huh. there, like in that area, it's really common to have a coach because like, even there's like kids on the team who are just starting and they all have coaches. And so Um, I actually spent a whole season down there. My first year that I was on the junior national team, just relearning how to snowboard. Like, I don't think I even learned any new tricks that year. It was all like relearning the bad habits that I had before because I had taught myself. Because yeah. then mm-hmm. otherwise I would try to learn new tricks and then eventually I'd probably hit a point where I'm just like not being able to learn more because my bad uh-huh. habits and I didn't know the foundations. Uh-huh. But so, it's good because yeah. some people like keep their bad habits and they're like, oh, this is the way I learned. But it's cool how like you... Same, there's some stuff with us like uh, when we trained with a seminar with people from WWE, I didn't even know I'm doing some things like not the right way because right. you never know. So it's always good to have your ears open and like pick up things and maybe if it doesn't work for you but at least try it out and yeah uh, mm -hmm. yeah I think yeah it's hard to like I I mean I uh, when I look back on the season I'm like oh my gosh I don't know how I did that because I think back then I was like very hard-headed so it was a lot for me to like okay you know what I have to listen to my coach (laughs) like what I like I got myself this far but now I need to relearn these things and yeah, it's definitely really hard, but nowadays, like having a coach in snowboarding is much more popular. You don't have to have one, but like there's, there's so many like kids coming up now in programs that are like, there's like 13 year old, like that are doing triple flips and like all these crazy <laughs> things. And yeah. they all definitely have coaches because they're not learning that at 13 without, without a coach. Yeah. And so like the progression is going so fast now because everyone is having these, these coaches in these programs. Yeah. I think yeah. that's in all sports, all sports are getting uh it's more yeah it's more and more professional it's weird because like in action sports i find like people don't think it's cool to have like a coach but now if you compete like you have to but that there's so many different aspects of snowboarding because like like i said there's like the split boarding when you go out into the mountains oh, and like yeah. do backcountry and like that's in a lot of snowboard movies so you can be a professional snowboarder and not do competitions you can just be oh. like you make movies and you look you know maybe you're sponsored by like the north face and you do like all these like different i don't know i guess like events and um, basically just a lot of filming and then there's like there's all this all like other culture where people do like street rails so like all the handrails you see in the city um Whoa. people ride them on their snowboards so in the winter <laughs> they like bring winches and or they build yeah, ramps crazy. yeah and they hit all these like rails and that's like another way that people can be professional because they just film them and make movies and then people buy the movies uh-huh, yeah so mm-hmm. there's so many different ways but those people like kind of resent the people who compete because they're like oh you guys are Uh, jocks you know (laughs) and so it's like not cool but I think I hope I hope like I don't know I've been a little bit removed from it for a while since I haven't 
competed in in a while but I know back then like I'd go to a party and there'd be all those like like the people who hit street rails and stuff and they would rant Uh about how like snowboarding shouldn't be a sport it's like just a culture and I would just like kind of not talk and be like not going to tell them I compete because then they're going to make fun of me so I just like "Mm, I'm not going to say anything do you think you'll compete again in the future not in snowboarding anymore. Like now it's uh, like, like I said, there's 13 year olds doing crazy stuff. Uh, CrossFit, yeah. I maybe like I, I deal with a lot of shoulder issues and it all came from. I saw you couldn't do like muscle ups or something. Cause yeah, because of my shoulder. Yeah. So basically it's funny because everyone, you know, like all the, the haters on tiktok so they always they comment like they think that like crossfit's so bad for your shoulders and all these things but i actually all my shoulder injuries are from like past snowboard injuries basically like landing on my shoulder they never Mm -hmm. really healed fully so then when i went to like actually get into crossfit always my overhead and my shoulders are like my worst thing because Mm -hmm. i like haven't been able to spend that much time on it just because i always get the pain that comes back from like yeah injuries so Uh last year i went to bali after this i was i did a crossfit competition in shanghai in china and then i went to bali for a month like vacation and I was driving my motorbike and a cat ran across the road and I was going like 60 K and literally like ditched my bike and like went to the ground and uh, yeah, I like hurt my AC joint in my shoulder. Like even now touching it hurts. Cause I, I was at the gym this morning. (laughs) He separated a shoulder once too. Oh yeah. It's not fun. Like I find it takes a while to heal. Like even like right now, just to touch the AC joint and it's been like a year and a half it still hurts and just because I did upper body today and like just doing some of that stuff it like aggravates it but Uh yeah so I've been taking like the last year since then kind of like off competing and then just like exploring other things like I this summer I did my um like training like different athletes video series on YouTube so Mm -hmm. I did like and I did I think I posted them a little bit on TikTok there was one that like kind of went viral that was like training uh, it was like a soccer workout and Uh then so Wait, I, just post- I saw it i think i think i saw it oh yeah maybe like it was like the u.s women's national team workout i found it online oh, I, saw, so I, I think did I it. even it was like running laps and then there was oh, like yeah yeah and like uh, lunges yeah. and yeah all this body weight kind of stuff yeah in a field yeah so i like filmed all those and then made like a youtube didn't series. you like throw a soccer ball instead of like a medicine <laughs> ball or something yeah because or- i had no med ball because like everything is so <laughs> locked down here so i literally filmed that whole thing like even the youtube video that's like probably one of my my best youtube videos i filmed it all myself and so uh-huh. like it was hard to like gyms were shut down for a long time so it was really hard to like try to do these things so i found this uh-huh. workout i was like oh i can do all this i don't have a med ball though so i like used the soccer uh-huh. ball but I forgot how hard it would bounce. I threw it on the ground. It like smashed oh, yeah. me in the face. Oh, that was you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That was good. But yeah, so I was just like doing that, like, you know, just doing different things, especially with the pandemic, the gyms were closed. I was like, okay, like I can just, mm. you know, maybe do some more body weight training and things like that. And then uh-huh. now that it's winter, I've been doing like cross country skiing all last week. Cause mm. we got snow. So, oh, yeah. and also like, I need to work on my endurance anyways. So like that gives me an opportunity <laughs> to do those things. So like if my shoulder does get back to like a hundred percent, hopefully I can like work on it to be even better than it was before. Cause it already was mm. like an issue. I think uh-huh. I try to do some more CrossFit, but I'm also like, I'm really intrigued by, you know, those people who do like crazy challenges. 
I've been like really intrigued by it and I kind of want to do something like, I don't know, I might this winter do like a hundred kilometer cross country ski in a day. Try to see. So uh, I want to do like something like that, but something endurance crazy. is not my <laughs> strong suit. So I don't really know. Uh, Cause you know, like just, you see, yeah, fake the video, just fake the video. <laughs> just edit it. Like, Oh, I finished. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, it's so crazy. Cause like you see those challenges. It's always like people do crazy things that take like days or like, it's always yeah, endurance. Yeah. So that's the hard yeah. part. Cause like, I'm definitely like more of a strength athlete but there's no really strength challenges like other than it's like oh how heavy can you squat but that's yeah, like that's yeah. powerlifting and I don't want to do uh, powerlifting so yeah, yeah. it's like uh yeah. yeah so I'm trying to think of some challenges that I could do that maybe mix the two like how heavy can you squat and then do like this endurance or like I mean, after even just like snowboarding videos a lot of people don't see snowboarding every day like you're so in it and around it but I think any kind of like content of anything is always cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was like really surprised that those like training videos did cool. Cause I actually, I had the idea of like actually flying out to different athletes and like doing um, like training with them and like filming yeah. like a day in their training life, but like uh, I'm trying to do their training. But then uh-huh. because of the pandemic, I realized like I can't do that. And uh-huh. so that's why I just started. I was like, wait, what if I just do these days in the life as myself? Like, okay, like yeah. let's look at like some famous athletes, like training and then like, just do it and film it. And then it turned out pretty well. But then like, as gym shut down again and everything, it's been really hard to try to film. And now that it's winter, it's even harder. Cause like yeah. the best, you know, like the best shots with like good lighting, they're usually outside. Yeah, no. <laughs> so that, that makes it really like really uh-huh. much more difficult, especially gyms here. Like you have to book a time schedule. So I can't really just be like, yeah setting out my camera and taking up someone else's time uh-huh, yeah. to like film things. So I'm trying to figure out how I can do that. Cause like the series was gaining traction, but then I had to stop. So we'll see. I mean, you could always restart it and uh, in the future. Yeah. I'm hoping. I'm it. hoping. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. So yeah. So I, we asked you guys how, how your training looks like. Would you have, have to care about like your nutrition and stuff at WWE? Like you said before, you were just eating peanut butter and trying to get big What with now, like, do you, do you pay attention to nutrition at all? You just eat to like fuel your performance. Uh, for us, we don't count our calories. We don't even weigh our food, uh, but it's things we just always, in the summer, I think we, we always get too lean by the end of like <laughs> of August. Cause like we cut out carbs quite a bit. We just want to like, we don't eat as much in the summer anyway, but it's usually pretty healthy. It's like oatmeal, eggs, chicken, veggies. Those uh, are like everyday yeah. stuff. Like we don't have a sweet tooth, luckily. The only thing we like is our kryptonite is like potato chips or like Doritos. Uh, like mm. they're not in the household and I'd never Maybe buy like it. once every two months. But if someone had cake, if it's someone's birthday, <laughs> oh, we're eating yeah. the cake. Uh, but oh, yeah. I, I don't know, just pretty much eat healthy. No, we, we definitely eat much. healthy uh, almost 100% of the time. So when we do eat something like, I don't know, unhealthy, it's, it's like not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. I think I've been the same. Like, um, I feel like that's a big thing on, on TikTok nowadays. People are always asking people what they eat. And I find like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know if personally, I don't like when I get that question. Cause it's always like 13 year old girls who are like, what do you eat? And I'm like, okay, well, I feel like unless I'm showing so the other day, I think I did like, what do I eat for breakfast? And I showed them like this uh-huh. massive breakfast that I eat. Cause I'm like, okay, hopefully that like tells them like, you should be eating more, <laughs> but like, I find it hard. Cause you see, like, there's so many videos that like go viral as people saying like oh my healthy breakfast literally it's like one almond and it's yeah, like, <laughs> no, that's some people barely eat any food i eat way more food than all of those videos uh-huh. i know like what those people uh-huh. what they eat in a, in a week i eat in a day i think <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah that's a hard but one all, I, I think but you're also very active and things like that 
yeah 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 i know yeah people ask like can you do a day of what you eat and i'm like oh like you guys should whatever you're doing because whatever i'm doing is different than what they're doing and Uh, so it's like maybe talk uh with a nutritionist or like you know but i definitely think like stuff like pop or like chocolate they sneak up on you so fast like if like you view popcorn as like a treat or it's still popcorn's not too bad for you and so if there's also like healthy alternatives to like like when we have a chocolate protein shake that like fits the craving of like eating chocolate and stuff so yeah there's definitely ways around eating healthy yeah that's definitely why they put like like they make protein powder and like all these new flavors and like even bcaas (laughs) they put like there was the cookies and cream uh protein and they discontinued it and it was so good they always discontinue all the best things like every morning i have uh greens powder and there was like a bio steel greens powder that i really liked and then they just discontinued it now all the other ones taste so disgusting like every other company's (laughs) It sucks. I don't know why they do this. I'm like, I went to the store and they're like, yeah, no one buys this anymore. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I did. it's the only yeah. good one. Like the other ones yeah. taste like earth. Like, earth. <laughs> <laughs> Even like a veggie greens is super important. Yeah. Well, I'm Get like, like vegetables. In. I'm weird. Cause I don't like to eat raw vegetables. Like I've never <laughs> eaten salad. Like I just can't, I don't know what it is. I'm just like, I can't do it. And so either I have to make a smoothie or I have to like take my greens cause I'll uh-huh. eat like cooked vegetables, but like, it's hard to like really cook like broccoli and all these things for yeah. every meal. So I try to yeah. have my greens and like that supplements it, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Awesome. So what, what do you guys think you would be doing if you weren't wrestlers? Mm. oh good question i think we'd be kind of doing what we're doing now uh, <laughs> uh just making videos especially yeah. with the pandemic totally stopped our wrestling we can't go to america we can't wrestle there's no shows because like we always made uh videos and stuff so probably more of that i would say probably more like maybe we'd be like a personal trainer maybe we just didn't have the time to really like learn the courses and stuff but i think we're definitely into like that stuff or I don't think we'd be actors. Uh, maybe, maybe we'd be actors. Maybe like impro- we'd be on like an improv team, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I think you maybe guys should do like show. The Amazing Race or something. Or something yeah, like, some re- like, like Big Brother Canada or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, you guys would be perfect for something like that, especially like identical twins, your personality, yeah, uh-huh. like you're good at creating content and then you're into uh-huh. the wrestling. You guys should like look up if, cause I feel like some of those shows are still like planning to go on, you know, like some of the uh-huh. reality shows are doing like pretty stringent, I don't know, like screening and safety uh-huh. procedures. So maybe they'll, maybe they'll happen. We'll see, how, we'll see how long there's no wrestling. Maybe we'll dive into the <laughs> reality show world. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Cause there was, there was wrestling and we were still like, we had 16 matches during this pandemic. But oh, it wow. seems like everything really shut down. Like even more, like within this past month or two. Uh-huh. Yeah, because even when I went out west, like it was like it coming back to Ontario felt like going back to lockdown. Because you guys were like uh-huh. much more open. Also, like the weather is yeah. better to go outside. Uh-huh. And then, like when we came back here, there's like every like everything was back in lockdown. Because I think I came back for uh-huh. Thanksgiving, um, and they basically said like you're not allowed to see anyone outside your house and everything. Uh-huh. So it was like not a normal Thanksgiving. But back like in vancouver it seemed like things were like kind of open but then yeah it's been like no, the it was last pretty normal it's just the the thing for wrestling is if you could only have like 100 people in the crowd then you can't make enough money to like pay the building pay the rest so, so the promoters aren't really running shows and things uh-huh. like that 
That's yeah, that's that's some like that's an industry I've been thinking. I've been thinking a lot about even bars, for example. Like bars um, only make money if they're crowded. Now, like with how many people that they could ever have, it's like they can't afford to even open the doors. So like the whole uh, industry is like there's some some places that like with the limited capacity they still make money, but like there's some uh, industries that you're just they can't, like they're just not gonna really I don't know what they're doing. I guess hopefully like shows can go on because I'm sure like with wrestling, there's probably not like places that are only wrestling venues. Is it just like it's other venues that host other events and then you use yeah. it for wrestling? Oh, it could be like, yeah, it could be like a hall or it could be like a uh-huh. concert concert area. venues or yeah. Good. Yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So hopefully as long as those venues like stay open, then things will go I don't know. Uh, I, it's hard. I never say go back to normal because it's been so long that I'm I mean even just like what's yeah. happened in the world, I hope that like our normal is not there's an old normal, like a better normal, I guess. Yeah. Like a uh-huh. more enlightened normal, maybe. <laughs> I think just, uh, yeah. Some people just take it maybe a little too strict. I'm not sure. Like yesterday, we wanted to go to like a government building for like, uh, but anyway, we touched the door and they were like, oh, don't touch the door. <laughs> we're like, oh, so I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, we wear a mask. And I don't know. Yeah. And hopefully it all gets sorted out mm-hmm. yeah i mean I, they say there's a vaccine coming but I, I it could be like a year before people in canada even get it so mm-hmm. it's really yeah, hard to I say tra- i'm sure you want to travel and we want to travel and stuff <laughs> like that so yeah i really want to travel see. like going to that road trip almost felt normal for a oh, week, yeah. even though like you had to wear a mask and the hotel was empty and all these like uh, there's ooh. a lot of like you know different things but like it you especially when you're just driving in the car that's like it felt normal for like that small time <laughs> oh, no same same with uh, our like few wrestling trips we did in the summer it felt good be on the road uh wrestle uh-huh. in front of a crowd uh uh-huh. and then like intermission happened and it all broke loose everyone was like intermingling yeah we were in calgary and it was like everyone was in masks and social distancing and as then, soon as intermission happened everyone was like i want to meet the dominki guys and it was chaos <laughs> everywhere but then now calgary is one of the worst <laughs> oh yeah areas, so. So maybe uh, they celebrate it too soon a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think Alberta is like, it's a, uh, yeah. so when we drove across, like Alberta was the one place you'd like go into a gas station and like no one is wearing masks. There's like yeah, five guys. No, we, noticed, we noticed that too, yeah. <laughs> five like guys are all hanging out together and they're just like talking about the hockey game and you're like, mm-hmm. no masks, no distancing. Because like but, in British Columbia, if you had a wrestling show, it was maximum fans, 30 people. But Alberta had like 100 people sold out, <laughs> like. Like, they were doing weekly shows, so we would always go there, but... Oh, my gosh. But now they have no shows coming up. <laughs> Alberta uh-huh. is, like... Uh, how do I compare Alberta to, like, the States? They're, like, maybe the Texas of the States? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. They're, like, the, the southern states compared yeah, to the yeah, northern I states. Totally get that vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different environment. I mean, I have I know some good friends that live in Alberta, but it's... It, yeah, they have a different mindset on a lot of things, but it's uh-huh. interesting. <laughs> uh-huh. I think they're very anti everything that's happening right now <laughs> which uh-huh. that's okay <laughs> so what are some of your future plans that you have maybe once this whole pandemic is over so we're big on like saying goals on like writing goals down so are we as soon as like so when the pandemic hit we were in europe we had a three-week europe wrestling trip planned mm-hmm. that we planned since november and as we were only in europe for two days and the world shut down so that uh, kind of stung a lot we've so. been enjoying our time with our family uh a lot though which is but really like good. going to europe when it's safe to do so is immediate goal as well as going to new york if it's safe to do so immediate and goal. ontario and wrestle for Trust this me. a couple ontario promotions because we didn't wrestle in ontario mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's, but as for everything else, build our TikTok following, build our IG following, and YouTube. Keep following. educating ourselves, reading books, and I don't know. Still, maybe practice our handstand walks. That's something that <laughs> we always practice. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's could you key. Do a, could you do a handstand walk? Yeah, there's a lot all my competitions. That's my weakest movement, though. Like at my competition, uh-huh, sometimes uh-huh. like you have to do 100 feet of handstand walks uh-huh. and like. Yeah, like my I uh, sometimes they make you do it unbroken, which is like no, sorry, I'm not going on. Yeah, uh, and so it really sucks because like I'll go to like these really like high level competitions and do well, and all of a sudden I just know that that event I'm going to come dead last, and it <laughs> yeah. sucks because like uh-huh. I did um like a really really high level competition in the UK like a year almost two years ago, and I was on a team with like some really good athletes that are like so athletes that were really close to making it to like the CrossFit games. And uh-huh. so I was like, okay, they put me on my, their team. Like it's a team of four. I have to do really well. And uh-huh. I felt so bad because it came to the handstand walk workout. And I'm just like, there's nothing yeah, you know, yeah. that I could do. Like, cause I, I practice, I hired a gymnastics coach for a year to work with me one-on-one. Like yeah. I, I do everything to work on it, but it's just still from all like the shoulder injuries and everything. Yeah. My mm. positioning is just not great. And I'm sure you're, I'm sure um, you're not great. Handstand is still better than our like. <laughs> I, I don't know. You guys like, you seem to work on your mobility and all these things. Well, so it's probably you know, good. Walks, we could make like, I think the most you did was like eight steps. No, I think I did 10 steps, maybe but that was steps. on a good, good day. day. That was Great like, day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh-huh. the thing, too. Like, I'll, I'll tell my team, I'm like, oh, well, like, recently I had a really good day. I walked, like, my furthest was, like, 25 feet on my hands. Well, like, so oh, far, yeah. They're like, that's so good. And then it comes to a competition, it's, like, five feet and I'm falling. <laughs> oh, so uh, embarrassing. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it depends on... Uh, it's hard yeah that's one of those things that's like one of those skills that it depends on the day right like it's it's not like strength where it's like yeah your strength can vary a little bit on the day but if you're peaking and like doing everything right chances are it's uh-huh. you're going to be close to whatever your max is but when it comes uh-huh. to like that it's like y- it could be there and it could just not be there uh-huh. yeah but that sounds like you guys have been up to a ton of good stuff and focusing all like on the right things over the the pandemic time i mean like what else is there to do i guess if if there's not as many live events and and things like that uh-huh. but like especially building your brand and learning and working mm. on the weaknesses and things like that it seems like you're on the right track with all that uh-huh, uh-huh. no yeah same same uh you were one of the first like tiktok people we found on the app so it's cool oh yeah to talk I... to you and stuff too because yeah, it's inspiring then... like the videos you do when, do, when did us. you make your tiktok accounts um so i so like i think it was over like a year ago so usually a year ago i had like my little cousins there they live in austria they're like uh Uh, 14 and 16 maybe now uh, but they usually come every summer of course not this summer with everything but um they were telling me about tiktok because like i remember my cousin used it when it was musically and she would uh, like dance or like make lip syncing so then she was telling me uh that it's like tiktok now and all these things and like i do like a lot of social media for work um just like with my agency my business so i'm like okay i should keep on track of like all these apps yeah so i was like okay so let me check out this tiktok so i remember i posted something I think when I, I also went to Austria last year, I posted like handstand walk actually in the Alps. I was like, and it was not good. And it got like two views or something. And I think I posted a funny video of my grandma. Nothing, nothing happened. It had zero views, I think. So then I just like kind of deleted them and was like, I'm not, I didn't even check the app. Like I never scrolled the for you page, nothing. And then uh, I started hearing more about it. And like people were like, you know, blowing up on it. I was like, okay, like, let me like see this again. So then I think it was like January or something. I went to it on a a snowboard trip 
uh, and took like this, a couple funny videos. And all of a sudden I remember seeing it like go to like 4,000. I was like, Oh my yeah. gosh. And I was yeah, like 5,000. Yeah. I, then I went to visit some friends in Montreal and I was like, guys, look, 16,000. This is insane. Yeah, yeah, like, crazy. Oh. I was like, I thought it was so crazy. And it was like the stupidest video. It was like, I, I don't even remember what it was, but it was like a joke about, you know, when you snowboard and you're like wearing overalls, so, like, how are you going to yeah. go pee? Something like, <laughs> something like that. Like, so I was like, Oh, this is so cool. And then this other video blew up. Then uh, I think like a week later, I made a video about how uh, like I retired from snowboarding. I missed out on the Olympics. And then like, now I like run a business. And then all of a sudden that one like went over hundred K. It was like, people were like, mm-hmm. thought that was like really cool. So I was like, wow, like this is, this is really interesting. So I started making more videos, more, some of it like started being on training when the pandemic hit. Cause then like everyone was trying to look for workouts. I think so that's like, kind of when we started seeing like your March, videos yeah. around. Yeah. Them. Cause I think I post like less, like here's like some workouts to do, but at the start of the pandemic, that's what, like, it seemed like a lot of people were messaging me like, Hey, like, like, especially mm-hmm. on Instagram, uh-huh. like what should I be doing? Cause all the gyms are closed. So that's why I started sharing all that kind of stuff on um, TikTok too. Cause I was like, Oh, uh-huh. I'm filming this for my friend to send to them or like doing uh-huh. all these things. So then I started posting workout stuff, but like the thing is, is like, I don't want to be like, like I, I definitely do not work as a personal trainer. Like I, I have my uh-huh. certifications and all these things in all these spaces, but I don't do that for work. So I'm like, you know, there's personal trainers who like, that's all they want to post on TikTok. I was like, that's not really like my thing per se. Like I'll uh-huh. like, you know, I'll lift heavy or something, but I don't want to tell people like, this is how you should lift. Like I'll post uh-huh. some tips yeah. if they ask, but I'd rather like do yeah. something like inspirational or motivational. So uh-huh. I started like kind of trying to mix that in. And then, yeah, it's kind of just like progressed from there. I, like a lot of like when I would try too hard to make something funny, it just like wouldn't really work. <laughs> and, um, and so then I just try to like post stuff like that has to do with sports or um, like inspiration or motivation or mindset. And those like seem to be doing okay. Like, especially mixing, like, cause I think there's a lot of videos now that seem to be like those kids that like dance and then with like the music and then they just put yeah. like a motivational quote or something. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a few of them like that, like really blew up, but they're just like, I don't know. It's always guys. And they just post like some of their quotes are kind of like, I don't know. It's interesting. They're just like, screw everyone. <laughs> don't listen to, don't talk to anyone, ditch all your friends. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, that seems interesting. But uh, like, or a lot of them are about like being broken up with or something. And I'm like, okay, uh-huh. I don't know. But I was like, what if I could do this? Like, I'm not like just dancing around, like with a scenic view. I'm like, I just use my workout videos. Or like my oh. competition videos or my training videos so i've been trying to like mm-hmm. figure that out but yeah really it's like kind of started just before the pandemic and mm-hmm. then when the pandemic happened i was like hey i have to be posting more because everyone seems to be like on this app now uh-huh. yeah. and then uh, yeah the worst was like when one of some of my old like high school friends messaged me and they're like oh like your video came up on my for you page i'm like no <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no we got a lot of that uh-huh. yeah well. i'm like no please please no I, especially because i don't make anything like locally based like i think most of my followers are in the u.s so oh, yeah, yeah. i like hopefully i don't i avoid all the local people who are gonna see me <laughs> Oh, for us for us for it's the, the opposite. opposite uh ever oh, since no. our mona lisa video blew up couldn't leave the house without getting recognized it's such a bad once. feeling like you feel like everyone's saying I'm, e- I'm not even trying to be seen and there's always someone that uh, says how many hours are there in a day or people yell davinky at us or like now like for christmas shopping we have to go when the high schoolers are in school oh it's crazy because <laughs> i know if we were to go to the mall like after three o'clock Definitely people, even like cashiers, like we just bought shoes the other day and the cashier's like, oh, aren't you? And we're like, oh, uh, we're not like, we're not like, we're not like, like, like bummed out. It just 
crazy how much people yeah. know us now. <laughs> yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, that is really cool. But I can imagine it's like also very tiring because especially like you sometimes like I, I even get that feeling. I'm like, I just want to go out in my sweatpants and like go to the uh, store. Uh, and I'm like, oh, what if I run into this person I know? And they're like, uh, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm running my own business. And they see like you're wearing sweatpants and this. I feel like with the uh, pandemic, yeah. now it's more normal. Uh, they're like, oh, yeah, that's sure. Because like we're six foot one and we have this like silly haircuts kind of. So we already stand out. And we were already I mean, it's, it's not a bad thing. Like, this is what we wanted our whole lives. Yeah. But just sometimes, like, there was, like, someone who would just, like, film us in Walmart without even uh, saying hi. Like, that was kind of weird. And then, like, quietly yeah. say to Vinky. Or we see, like, a random TikTok on our For You page of someone filming us doing a workout <laughs> outside. Or, like, how did they Or we even us? have, like, you hear, like, people whispering. And then you see them, like, kind of in a group wanting to uh. say hi. We're like, just say we're hi. Just say hi. We're approachable. But then it just makes it awkward if they're like, we feel them staring at us through a car or through like. <laughs> that's uh, so weird. I th- I think that's like, so, I, I don't know, like that's such a weird part of culture when like people, yeah. they just like, they like film you and they don't say anything to you. It's yeah. like, uh-huh. it's so weird. It's <laughs> like. But we'd almost do the same thing if we see someone famous. We'd be like, oh, like, we, we were pretty shy yeah. kids and uh-huh. we definitely put stars on like a pedestal. Even like meeting like local musicians or local, or even local even like what, there was a guy oh, carrying yeah. the Olympic torch for like the Vancouver 2010 Olympics, and I, I thought like, oh, that, like this so guy's cool. such a star, <laughs> but uh, he's just like a normal guy probably uh, doing normal <laughs> things. <laughs> That's like actually my my dad uh, carried the torch in the Calgary Olympics, but like uh-huh. he like he is completely a normal guy like he literally it was basically they pick people all across canada to carry the torch based on uh, like putting your name in a ballot box so they just like picked at random and so he ended up like winning his name got picked and then cool. he got to to run so yeah it's like funny it is it is like normal people like i think especially like once you get the people who come on tv then it's like pro athletes or like local mm-hmm. celebrities but oh, yeah, then yeah. yeah like the people who are just running through like random towns and stuff it just <laughs> that's like, cool that's cool how people. your dad did that mm-hmm. super cool maybe you'll do that one day <laughs> maybe he still has a tracksuit and i use it for costumes all the time <laughs> it's like you can it's the easiest costume you ever have like an olympic day or you have like um uh, yeah like a halloween you're just like oh i can just dress up like, in this full tracksuit it's perfect yeah <laughs> Awesome. All right. So I have a, a couple like last questions. One is like, if you have a favorite quote and maybe for each of you, what would that quote be? So we actually made a quote up. <laughs> oh, I'm I, like don't it. Know if it, I don't know if it makes sense. Uh, it says opportunities open up to those who open themselves up to opportunities. Uh, I don't know if it makes sense or not, but it's like, um, just say yes to things like even like doing this podcast or like uh, just say yes to things and then things and also like things. people are like hey, you say one you say a quote. and also maybe um what's another good quote uh we, we were big on quotes though um i used to have oh. quotes like all over my room as a child oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think we'll just stick with that one but pretty much every also time. i like the if you win the morning you win the day because mm. we love waking up early getting things done if we even like wake up at eight we always feel like we wasted half the day so it's just good to start your morning off. the secrets off. in life are like, I don't know if this is a quote, but it goes through like cliche. I don't know. I forgot it. <laughs> I forgot it. Uh-huh. Well, that kind of like leads into my next question, which is like, what is one game changer daily habit that you have? It's mm. like made the biggest difference. Mm. Um, 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 um. I think waking up at six in the morning or, uh, earlier, or earlier and drinking tons of water. I think both mm. those. Uh-huh. 
I just keep up. Because some of our friends wake up at nine, and then I'm like, your whole day is practically mm-hmm. gone. I uh, so wake up early, and uh, I think uh-huh. drinking a lot of water. Like we find, the more water we drink, the more energy we have. That's a key one. That's so key. I like, it's so funny. I have to remind my grandma all the time. <laughs> I tell her to drink water, drink water, drink water. Like, we do, that to, water. we do that to our grandma as well. Or our parents <laughs> as well. Like they just take a sip and I'm like, no, that should be gone by like. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. My, my grandma has like bottles of water and she's supposed to drink like a certain one by a certain time. <laughs> Uh, keep drinking drink that water yeah seriously it's so funny like and then she tried to tell me the other day that she like someone sent her like a news article that some lady lived to 100 years old and she um she didn't eat anything like she fasted most of the time and she didn't drink any water and i was like who is sending you these things please do not listen (laughs) she doesn't believe me she like she'll always have to check something or she'll like believe this fake news instead of believing me (laughs) like please just drink the water please like well (laughs) this lady didn't i'm like okay this one lady in the world somehow tell her that tell her that we drink a lot of water and maybe that'll Okay, uh, that's it, exactly. Her. If anyone tells her that's not me, she'll listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a, another question some people answer like really fast, some people answer slowly. If if you're like on your deathbed and you're like looking back and you want to like see what your legacy is, what would like what would you describe your legacy in one word? Mm. One word? Uh in one word. Uh Deminky! No, 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 no. Probably um, fun. I think fun. Yeah, fun, yeah fun's yeah. a good one. Uh, oh, we yeah. have a lot of fun at wrestling training. Pretty much have fun with life every day. Laugh. Have fun. Have a good time. Don't take it too seriously. I uh, almost thought you were going to say live, love, laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you said you give said us one, one word. word. One word. <laughs> <laughs> the people who have that over their bed. Live, love, laugh. Live, oh, yeah. love, laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I guess, no, I guess, I guess laugh instead of fun. Just laugh. Oh, yeah. I like have that. That's good. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. And I really like the quote that you picked about the opportunities. I think it it makes a lot of sense. And I think like you guys are proof of that over the pandemic. Like you saw the opportunity on TikTok and to create content um, and work on these different things that maybe you didn't have time to do before. And um, clearly it's working out and opening up more opportunities to you. So you opened yourself to opportunities and then they opened themselves (laughs) up to you. All right. Last question is, who painted the Mona Lisa? <laughs> oh, Mona, Mona Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Da Vinci. Da Vinci. Wait, actually, I have another question. Like, how did that actually even even start? Ooh. So it's so funny. A lot it's of so people random. don't know. We actually posted it. Uh, it's a compilation of like a minute of us answering questions. We posted it in July, and it probably got like a million views. But then it got reposted on Twitter in September from a random girl uh-huh. that had like 500 followers and it blew up on Twitter, then it blew up on Instagram, then but we, we, we re-uploaded it, then it blew up again on TikTok. Uh, I have no clue. But it's funny, like all our TikToks are jokes. So we were just like, what if we answer every question ridiculously? <laughs> and we made ourselves laugh so much. I know what, just... what people don't know about us, like us saying who painted Molly Da Vinci, when we said it, we laughed so much. We, that's not even the first take. And then the question would pop up like 40 minutes later because it's randomly it's like generated. a random question. Then it right. popped up again. Then we couldn't say it because we were <laughs> laughing so much. So it was actually like the third take. 
It just uh, randomly, uh, we just, I don't know. We thought it was funny, and we just posted it. And I think uh-huh. we look kind of silly, and we anyway, talk kind of silly. Anyway, it's like catches so, people off guard and stuff. So. Well, said that's yeah. how it should be pronounced. I think. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's so funny because it's like an inside joke that blows up. Because like growing up with my brother, there'd be like something where like it's not even funny at all, but we just like start mm-hmm. laughing so hard because we're like. And then it's just mm-hmm. like, if you were there in that moment, you're like, it's funny, but if you weren't, it's not. And so uh-huh. it's like, so interesting that I feel like, like a lot of your TikToks are like this inside joke, but then other people uh-huh. just think it's uh-huh. hilarious too. Uh-huh. And then there's so much people who think like all of our videos are like serious or like, they don't <laughs> see the com- satire of it or a comedy of it. Uh, but then there's other people that say we're geniuses, which I'm like, I'm not a genius. I just and people look into it too much. You're like, oh, they're playing characters for this, or they're not playing characters. We just make videos that we think is funny, or at least like if people get a kick out of them or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but awesome. it's super random how that video blew up as big as it did. Yeah, it was super insane. Yeah, because I think I remember too. seeing your TikTok when it had like thirty thousand followers, mm. maybe, and now and you're even like that. We were so happy. Yeah, Four, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I have, like, maybe 30-something, 37, uh-huh. 36. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's, like, crazy to think, mm-hmm. like, that many people are, like, paying attention is insane. But, like, I could imagine I have 650,000. It's, like, yeah, no. it's like almost a population of Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And it's yeah. not even that. It's, like, imagine all the people that saw our videos that don't follow us. Like, that's a big number. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, that's so true, actually. Yeah, that is uh-huh. actually really strange because i found like there's sometimes there's people who like like all your videos and they just like yeah. never follow you and it's like uh-huh. Uh-huh. why please? that's even <laughs> us there's a lot of like famous tiktokers that pop up on a for you page but for some reason we don't follow them maybe it we... takes like 10 videos of like them popping up for yeah. me to like follow them yeah yeah that's true that happens to me a lot i find like it's i think tiktok algorithm like sees that like you're paying attention to this person's content they keep showing it and showing it <laughs> yeah. and they're like no, come on follow them <laughs> yeah uh-huh. no i believe it I think there was a comment on ours that said, fine, I'll follow you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Well, awesome. It's been great to to chat finally and to like go over and learn about what you guys have been doing throughout the pandemic and um, and about your wrestling career, because I knew nothing about wrestling before uh-huh. this. So it's, uh-huh. yeah, it's really cool. Cool. Uh, maybe we'll snowboard and we'll catch up in like a year. It's from super now. fun. Like, Thanks for having us on. Uh, you're inspiring and super cool on TikTok and in life. So nice knowing you. Nice knowing you. That sounds like I'm going to die or something. <laughs> and nice to continue to know you in the future. Hey, I think that the greatest gift in life is presence. So thank you so much for gracing me with your presence of tuning in to this episode. Now, something that I would appreciate a ton and would help this podcast keep growing is if you, one, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social media so more people can find the podcast and hopefully we can help impact more people. As well as number two is if you can leave a rating and a written review. That means so much. And once again, thank you for being here.